Hey guys, this is Angela Bless. Tune in to Real Talk every Monday, I mean, every Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Virtus Radio. I also have a podcast called Jive Talk Sports Podcast, and you can catch that every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Anchor and on Virtus Radio. Um, anyone that may be doing, dealing with um, depression, stress issue, or suicide thoughts, I have the 1-800 number that you guys can reach. Please talk to somebody. You know, taking your life is not the right way to do. There are people out there that wants to help you and loves you. The suicide hotline is 1-800-273-8255. Again, 1-800-273-8255. Also, guys, I want you guys to do a little um, something for me. We have troops in Afghanistan. We also have United States citizens over there, contractors and so forth, that was unable to make the plane. So I'm asking you guys to send out a prayer for their families and those that are behind so that they can get to safe grounds. I don't do all the politicians and all of that stuff, but the troops and the other people, they definitely need our prayer as soon as possible. So, guys, we're going to jump right into the interview, and I'm going to have my beautiful guest introduce herself Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Missy Marie. I'm a 20-year-old entrepreneur, business owner. Um, I'm also in the music industry. Um, I do events, promotion. I work with a music label called Unite Music Mafia. Um, And I am looking to start my own record label coming up pretty soon here. And I own a business in Clearwater um, called Chill Vibes Resale. Amen. Listen, so I'm going to throw these cue cards away because she answered every question on these cue cards. <laughs> uh, so, so tell them what you, so you already, she already told you what she do for a living, but the clothing store, tell us a little more about the clothing store. So the clothing store that I own, um, it's right on Drew Street mm-hmm. in Clearwater, Florida, on the way to Clearwater Beach, the number one beach in Florida. Um, so I resell gently use clothing Mm -hmm. um it's very similar to plato's closet instead you don't bring your stuff in and trade in um what i do is i just sell like brand named clothing at a discounted price um so i sell like brands like tommy hilfiger gap um i even have some stuff like versace i have found true religion stuff like that um but i sell it really really cheap (laughs) you could even get a pair of true religion jeans for like 20 bucks (laughs) and if you follow her page she does have some amazing clothing out um at her store i love vintage stuff so you see me you always see me mismatch right i'm not a (laughs) challenge i love dressing like that you know i don't mind with the louis han and everything but i had all that stuff growing up i had so much of that stuff that Mm -hmm. I'm back. I love the 70s dress code now. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I see you have a lot of vintage stuff and I'm going to have to come over there and definitely um, shop there. And how I met Missy, um, she she had a hooker lounge. Did I say it right? No, you said <laughs> <laughs> Not a hooker, like prostitution. <laughs> no, I, um, I had a hookah, kratom, and kava lounge. Not a hooker lounge. Yeah, no. Total opposite. So FBI, if you're listening, I just didn't um, pronounce that right. <laughs> Um, yeah, I did rap shows. I did events. I worked with a lot of different people. Um, it was kind of like, it was really cool because I had a different vibe to it. I had like black lights set up in there, you Mm -hmm. know, and I helped out a lot of the local artists and stuff like that too. A lot of people that, you know, they didn't really have the chance to perform at a bigger venue or something Mm -hmm. like that. My place was, my place was pretty 
pretty smaller than like a bigger venue. I had like about a thousand square feet of space. That's that's big space, but it was no your space was the right size though, and she did have a lot of crowd and everything. I think in some cases um the wrong people lynch, lynch on to her also but every time i came to your door i always paid i never asked for a discount or anything because she has to make her money too because she is a business owner unless she actually comes to me and say hey i'm going to give you a discount if she didn't say that you got to pay the full price that i mean i don't care who gets mad at you oh yeah that was a big problem that i had to deal with um mm-hmm. people trying to get everything for free or nearly for cheap and i'm like listen i'm a i'm i don't know who you think i am but you gotta pay regardless Mm -hmm. unless if like you know we do a trade-off like you do uh photography or something in my shop and you're doing free promotion okay you could come in for free for my events and stuff like that i'll give you a free hookah if you're performing and you're an artist i would give you you know free drinks or you know what i'm saying so i it was like a you know, a friendship level too. Like it, you help me, I help you type of thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> I learned being in the business, especially in the music industry, because a lot of people do want stuff for free. You just basically have to have a tough skin. You understand? So it doesn't matter if people do not like you or not. You're 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 sending your goals and your prices for a reason. And I feel I had came along because it's been. I told you I got stupid. Look. I gave someone a big discount and they had like maybe six artists came through and it was supposed to be like 15 and 1600 dollars. And I gave them a hell heck of, of a discount, a grand. And, um, so I ended up getting only paid $200 out, out of that. And, you know, I was upset because when it comes to my money, you do not touch my money. Don't and play I, with your money. <laughs> I get mad and upset. So, you know, I had to literally go pray for the person. Cause in my head, I was thinking about, I'm going to put on all black. I'm going to go find you and throw you in the trunk and just throw you across the alley. <laughs> but you know at the end of the day you you read what you sow so come to find out um dude ended up losing all his artists really lost all his artists i don't know if he's still going around and um promoting people but he lost all his artists yeah you definitely like in the music industry you have to be a good person honestly there's a lot of scam artists Mm -hmm. out there in the music industry it's very crooked so you gotta be careful who you work with and you know a lot of people are just out to get your money honestly like i've seen people that have managed artists and they would charge like two hundred dollars a month to manage an artist and they wouldn't do anything for them (laughs) (laughs) and here i am doing artist development for some of the artists for free you guys are like babies that's crazy but you know i'm saying that's crazy because a manager when you're managing somebody you got to go out there you got to put out you got to give them shows if you charge them 200 dollars a month you know and it kind of and to be frankly that's kind of cheap though also because sometimes you put that time in, you got to contact different vendors and different shows to see if you can get your artists performing for a certain price and stuff. That's a lot of work. That's definitely true. I know for a fact, though, like the person that I'm thinking of that charged that person, like that outrageously amount of money, they never got them on shows, bookings, never oh, wow. did anything. And I, I saw that and I, you know, their artist actually came to me. It was like yeah he's using me for my money he hasn't done this and this and it's been six months i'm like wow Mm -hmm. that's crazy that's a whole like half a car payment (laughs) to be charging somebody that much money and then when you are an artist and you put your career in another person's hands and they do you like that it's really it's really messy like i feel like when 
people are managing an artist you have to put your all into that artist like you you gotta understand is their career is in your hands you have to take care of them like that is your child <laughs> damn near it's like you gotta yeah. you gotta have respect for them you gotta vibe with that person you gotta you know understand them completely as a whole and help them achieve their goal you know what i'm saying definitely yeah and you definitely got to link up with the right person because if you kind of me and ask me to um to help you our development i give them six months and then if they find a management i release them because it's only right because i don't want to go behind a manager back and work with you when you have a management um mm-hmm. one thing about me i do not condone you know i'm not gonna condone drugs i'm not gonna send no girls to you no i'm not you go out and do all that stuff on your own but i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna give you my advice and it's up to you to take the the road because it's so funny people like us i can see people path i can see their destiny where they need to be at but it's up to that person to go down that that block you know a lot of the artists that i have um interviewed some of them just sitting on their talents and not doing anything with it and a lot of other artists they are doing amazing things like even chulo chulo's i mean he's i am so proud of chulo he has done so great like Mm -hmm. he has skyrocketed from when i've met him and i can say i'm really proud of him honestly he's doing an amazing job so let's talk about why did you decide to do the clothing store i decided to do the clothing store because i've always been in retail um so actually before i started my first business when i was 18 doing the hookah lounge i actually worked retail for like three years Mm -hmm. and i got treated like terrible Mm -hmm. by the managers by the owners like i actually worked at i'm not gonna call out the actual store name but when i worked at this one retail spot for about a year and a half the lady she actually told me that i'd go nowhere in life (laughs) whoa because i i made her (laughs) mad i forgot what i said to her i actually got sexually harassed in that in that um that retail store and i came and i talked to her and she kind of pushed it off her shoulder she pushed it off her shoulder yeah so i ever since then she kind of made my life like hell when i was working with her so Mm -hmm. i was like oh god like this is this is crazy and she started coming at me with rude remarks and stuff like that and then i was like you know what like i can like watch me show you that i can like be your like you're a competitor like I, I i know that i could do better than you lady <laughs> like the, when it comes to business because i have that business mindset i always have i actually dropped out of school in ninth grade mm-hmm. and i was like you know what i want to go to work that that was my mindset my mentality i'm like i don't i was never good at school i was never like book smart so like i was like you know what let me let me go to work let me apply for a job i was working like three jobs at like 17. oh wow wow yeah so it gave me a lot of experience i worked retail i worked at a nail salon Mm -hmm. i've done a little bit of everything honestly but i'm really like proud of myself because for my age being 20 years old and having two storefronts like that's almost like unheard of like to ever like somebody my age so i'm pretty proud to be where i'm at and you, and you keep going and you don't drop the ball if you fall you continue to keep going and keep going on no matter what happens in your life you have a destiny that you have to complete and you have a path
path, your own path that you have to walk. So don't imitate anyone. You just be you. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, cause I'm also like a huge creator. Like I love art. I'm so passionate about music. I'm passionate about just creating in general. Like mm-hmm. that's why I think business is so well for me because like I always have ideas 24 seven. Like I'm always down to like do business. I'm always down to like, I have, I have literally a whole notebook full mm-hmm. of like ideas and different business plans and different ideas for different things, whether it's retail music, I want to like eventually own my own venue, but I want to own a venue that's like 5,000 square feet. Like I want something bigger. And I've learned like, even if you do not have the money or form of income, like if you have the mindset to, okay, this is what I want to do in life. Okay just figure out a plan like it's more of a mindset it's like the mentality of you know being rich instead of actually like being you know what i'm saying like without actually having the money to be rich and on that note i'm gonna yes i'm gonna talk about somebody so what you just said right there even though if you don't have the money you still go for it so i was just recently helping I'm going to say it because I always use stuff in my podcast, a record label. I was helping them out because I do have a degree in business. So I was explaining to him, this is what you do. Even though if you don't have the money, you still have to be on social media. You still have to make your, um, make your mark and your platforms and so forth. You still have to have a website. You don't have to have the money. You have to get started somewhere. Right? Exactly. So he has his assistant, you know, not, you know, not, but make a long story short. She was telling him he don't need all that stuff. He needs to wait till he get his um 401c or something like that, which, you know, I, once they make their mind up, I don't force it. Yeah. So I just backed up and said, I no longer want to do business with such and such any longer because if you're asking me to help you and I helped a lot of business succeed in life, I'm just helping you and not asking anything in return. Now, if I'm paying you, if you're paying me to manage your social media because you have to pay somebody, a lot of people are not going to manage your social media for free, right? That's a lot oh, of yeah. work. That, in managing <laughs> social media marketing is really expensive. expensive. Yeah. Very expensive. That's why I learned how to do it all by myself yeah. <laughs> without um, anybody because I even... When I had started my hookah lounge, mm-hmm. like it was, I was looking into marketing mm-hmm. with Google and everything Expensive. and they will charge you insane amounts of money. And the, the highest price they would charge you is anywhere from a hundred dollars an hour or more. So I was only charging them $18 an hour for social media. Cause I know how to put stuff together, but I guess they feel that in their need, but no harms are done. But when you get like that, I have to remove myself because I don't need to force anything for somebody to do it but anyway moving along what is your great greatest strength and what is your greatness greatest weakness weakness um my greatest strength would probably be huh i don't know i think the fact that i'm just like always spontaneous i'm just a creator and i always have ideas 24 7 but at the same time my greatest weakness would probably be my adhd (laughs) Um, my adhd i get distracted very easily and I overthink a lot but at the same time it almost helps me in a way be better Mm -hmm. I don't know it's like it's hard to explain but I feel like I don't know it's natural for me I don't take like no medication or nothing I'm proud to say that like Mm -hmm. I'm I I embrace who I am like I'm you know I'm happy to be who I am like my ADHD actually has helped me in a way when it came to my business which is like really weird to say but it just I get distracted easily sometimes mm-hmm. when it comes to conversations and stuff. Like sometimes I'll switch off topic Be- because that's called being distracted. So yeah. <laughs> listen, if I don't have these cue cards, I'll go all over the place. Because when I first started, I was jump. The lady put me aside, said, "Miss Angie, you got to write your questions down. You, you're <laughs> jumping everywhere." <laughs> uh, what I so tell us what happened to your spot. 
Oh, so oh honest, gosh. the whole truth. You want <laughs> the, the whole truth? The truth. Okay. In a short story. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. So if I, you feel like you want to tell you. It's pretty crazy, honestly. I might as well just everybody always asks me twenty four seven, so I might as well just let it all out. So I, you know, I was getting really busy in a really short amount of time. Whoa. And I started, you know, I was doing the rap shows and I'd be open from like seven PM to like one or two one or two but i'd reopen at like one or two in the morning and i'd stay open till like 4 a.m and i did after hours so i what i did was i charged 20 dollars a person at the door Mm -hmm. i actually had all three strip clubs in the area they'd all i'd send out promoters to go to all those places and like for after hours has been a very popular thing with hookah lounges Mm -hmm. and that's how i made a lot of my money was through doing after hours um i charged 20 dollars a person at the door i had my armed security guards um so i had everything everything was pretty safe you know but i'd be open late and the bar next door to me was having issues because they close at 3 a.m right so their customers when they knew that I was going to reopen and be open later, they would be like, okay, well, we might as well just not go to the bar and pay this money at the bar. Wow. We'll just go into the hookah lounge. Mm-hmm. So then it was like this beef between me and the bar. And it was like, it was crazy because they were mad because I was stealing their business. And it was insane. They tried to like evict me. They tried to say all this crazy stuff saying that I'm like a nightclub. I was like, I don't even sell liquor. How am I a nightclub? I'm a wow. hookah lounge. Yeah. And they didn't like the fact that I was so busy. I was having like a hundred people pull up in the parking lot at one in the morning and I'd have a whole line out the door at one to two AM. I made so much money though. It was, it was lit. But the crazy <laughs> part about it, they were making money too, because we would go over there and buy food and stuff. And that's the crazy part. I honestly think because my clientele was so different, it was like the bar was more like country Uh like and i don't think they liked my clientele because it was getting to a point they would be like oh well we think a shooting's gonna happen in the parking lot i'm like what are you talking about why would a shooting happen i have armed security guards that are ex-cops and ex-marines you know i'm paying to patrol my my shop my customers aren't going to do anything so it was like they were worried about their customers and my customers going head on head how because your cus their customer and your customer was having fun they will come out and dance with us and and talk i know their (laughs) customer i think the bar the owner of the bar kept like another thing he kept calling the cops and he was like i had one night when i was really really gonna be i i would have had almost 200 people at at my door Mm -hmm. like trying to get inside like it was insane i was really surprised and um i ended up not opening that night because i was like i just have a weird feeling like something's gonna happen they saw so many people in the parking lot so they 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 looked at that as oh there's too many people in this parking lot well, they called Tarpon PD. They called Palm Harbor cops. I had St. Pete cops. Yeah, and they like blocked off the entrances and everything. And they like, they just accused me for a lot of stuff. And I got a lawyer. So did they get in trouble for calling all those police officers? Huh? No, because they had, they were paying the cops (laughs) off. 
<laughs> it was really dirty. That bar really had a lot said, of. Really, I know your guys, commissioner and all that. Yeah, people. really. <laughs> that bar was doing a lot of sketchy things, and I, you know, what's crazy is I started seeing what was going on, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, y'all, y'all act like you guys are like holy like i know what's going on over here i think the fact that i saw what was going on they kind of you know they're like oh she knows too much mm-hmm. you know like, you know what i'm saying but it's crazy because any hookah lounge I, there was two other hookah lounges that were there before me mm-hmm. and they all had problems with that bar that bar has tried pinning stuff on them that whole area is red zoned and that bar is actually known for fights people shooting in the parking lot like crazy stuff yeah that's why i'm saying i'm surprised because their their customers used to come out with us dancing and talking and everything mm-hmm. and the girl, they used to come from out and come in there yeah but that's I, crazy i know they weren't making as much money when i was there and i think that i think honestly think that was the main <laughs> problem <laughs> what do you see yourself a year from now a year from now ooh. <laughs> um i see myself at least owning another business like i said i'm trying to start my own record label in the next couple months i'm gonna like establish my clothing business off first and you know once i get real comfortable with it i'm gonna start i want to get into owning my own record label and moving forward with that and starting off small because i feel like i have made a very big impression on local artists around the area and they everybody still hits me up i have all these artists that message me every day and i you know i i just love helping people Mm -hmm. like with their dreams and their career like it makes me so happy to see them do their own little thing (laughs) you know be all talented and stuff like it's awesome to see that because you know i'm actually a singer but i don't like record myself i never really wanted to be like an artist but i like sing and stuff but I've taken like professional voice lessons and stuff at mm-hmm. Ruth Deckard Hall. You oh, know, wow, wow. Yeah. But I, you know, I just, I've been around a lot of very musically talented people. And I love, like, I love the fact that I could help someone, you know, with their dream. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's like the best feeling to me ever. Like, even when it comes to helping people start businesses and stuff, like, when I had the hookah lounge, I'd have p- people come in all the time and they'd be like, I want to start this business, but I don't know how to. And I'd like break it down to them. Like, here's the basic steps that you need to do. Like, it's really simple. It's not as hard as you think it is. You just got to research. Everything's in our faces. Yeah, research. And that's how I did the radio station because you're a very supportive. What I like, man, I'm not with them no more. I was down. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. When they cut my show, I was really down. I was upset because you pour into somebody and you help them um, build their 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 foundation. Um, and here you are like in the middle of anything. Like, what did I do now? And God said, pour into yourself. It's time for exactly. you to pour into yourself. And so, you know, anyone that knows about internet radio station, I am a licensed radio station. I We answer the sound exchange, BMI, ASCAP, all, you know, all of them. We're on the platform on Live 365. So saying that um, you guys are better off dealing with um, um, internet radio station versus 93, 95, because they're not going to play. They're going to play your song one time and that's it. And if you're not in the top 40s, you're going to not get your song probably ever heard unless they program your songs to get heard. So if you know all legal and do your research radio station, try to get your songs out and you might have to pay. You will have to pay probably a small promo fee, but that's fine in order for you to get some. We don't call them spins no more in order for your music be promo. Investments. <laughs> Spins. <laughs> Spin my record. Exactly. <laughs> so I always ask somebody this. Um, this is their ch- your testimony moment. What has been some of your ch- more most challenging moments, and how were you able to um recover from that? 
and it could be um anything it don't have to ask to be music your life or anything relationship or anything you said anything yeah my most challenging moments is you know almost like a battle within myself at at, at one point like especially being an entrepreneur and like doing what i'm doing it's like you have to wake up in the morning and like constantly motivate yourself because nobody else is above you (laughs) um so you always gotta like push yourself to work harder and like if you don't like if you don't have that motivation like it's really tough when you wake up in the morning you're like man i really don't want to do this today but who else is gonna yell at me other than me (laughs) you know what i'm saying but i've learned like in the morning i started my you know, I started a routine with myself. Like I wake up, I actually listen to um, inspirational entrepreneurship videos every morning off YouTube. I make my coffee, I drink some water with a lemon and I just, you know, I meditate a lot, I pray a lot. And that's a big thing is praying has helped me like insanely and you know once i built that relationship with god within myself it has helped me through everything honestly but yeah no that's the only thing i could say is like a battle within myself and like it's tough sometimes like and i just got out of a relationship yeah i saw that when you went through and i was like i was you know i was upset also but at the same time this is why i've been single for two years like the dating pool has been crappy (laughs) like really crappy this dude i thought he was my world you know what I'm saying like he did everything for me I did a lot for him and he cheated on me like 20 times wow. like it was insane mm-hmm. I, and I I always thought there was something weird going on but I could never catch him mm-hmm. and then he called me and he's like I never loved you oh wow I just used you emotionally like wow. I never really cared for you I'm like you were with me for almost two years mm-hmm. <laughs> how are you gonna just say that you know what I'm saying and he was like oh well you're not like the best looking girl like you're not that attractive what he called me fat he said you're, she's not fat what yeah, the hell so I was like damn how you gonna say all that and he left me for some other girl which like you know it's okay girl you could take the trash out for me cause I don't need that you know? <laughs> that's alright he's gonna try to come back but um, they always do <laughs> don't don't lie him in because he left for a reason and take this as God pushing him out because where you going he has not he cannot tag along with all he was like dead weight if you ever drug a dead body well I never drug a dead body out but dead bodies <laughs> <laughs> they're I'm assuming they're very heavy <laughs> so, <laughs> so carrying that weight is just like carrying a, uh you know I'm assuming a dead body or something exactly like, that. like yeah. I always you know now I like I realize like okay you know who you are dating and who you're with can really reflect on your future exactly yeah. because I know that even when we were together there were some times where he would try to be like oh I don't want you doing this event without me or I don't want you I don't if you're gonna be around that person like I have to be there and I'm be like you know I was in a really bad like controlling relationship but you know like you said like God didn't have him in my path which is okay with me like I can handle the rejection you know and I know that eventually I'll find somebody you know that makes me happy and Mm it's good for me but I'd rather just focus on myself and my career because that's all that matters at the end of the day is me putting myself first before putting anybody else 
ahead of me. You know what I'm saying? And once you heal, you'll have the right person that will attract themselves to you. Because right now, if you have all those doors and you're still bleeding, you're going to attract the same person, but in a different clothing. The same exactly. dogs smell the same scent. And I keep try- trying to tell people, you do have good men's out there and you do have some really good women out there. It's just you guys got the heal because you're drawing the wrong people towards you. So don't be mm-hmm. so bitter about everyone in the world. That's just like, you know, people saying all cops are bad or, you know what I'm saying? All exactly. black people still, all white people are racist. That's just crazy. Did you meet every white person in the United States or every black person or every officer? Just because somebody had one bad, um, you know, point in their life with somebody, you know, depending on if it was skin color or what they did for work or a relationship or you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't let that get to you. Like, because like you said, there are good people out there. You just, you know, you got to love yourself. You got to heal yourself because a lot of failed relationships happen because both people aren't fully healed from what they just went through from the last relationship. So they jump it in this other relationship thinking it's going to be better, but it's going to be the same thing. And it's just a toxic cycle. And that's why it's a really big issue with people that are younger around my age, especially in their yeah, 20s. And you're right because they're not, they're not used to um, uh, rejection. They take mm-hmm. rejection very bad, you know, and that's crazy because I have guys your age is trying to talk to me. I'd be like, boy, I'm old enough to be your mom, you know? Okay, ugly. You ain't got to talk. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I thought you just, what? <laughs> <laughs> thought you wanted to holler at me, but, you know, <laughs> especially, no, Jennifer Lopez, she just, no, nah, I'm just playing. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, J-Lo, you need to heal. <laughs> uh, so where can they find you at on social media and where's your shop located? Mm. Um, my shop, uh, Chill Vibes Resale, is located 1701 Drew Street, Clearwater, Florida, 33755, Unit 8. Um, and my social media, I hope you guys are ready for this, this is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, my personal social media for Instagram is at Missy Marie. My TikTok is at Missy Marie for my personal. Um, you can also follow my art page. I'm a painter. Oh, as yeah, well. she has a painter. Yeah, check out her art page too. Yes, I'm an abstract artist at missy art gallery with gallery spelled wrong Mm -hmm. (laughs) g-a-l-l-a-r-y um on facebook and on instagram and then my instagram page for my resale shop is at chill vibes resale on instagram facebook and tiktok and don't be asking for no discount unless she has a coupon for you guys (laughs) actually if i know you personally you just automatically get 20 percent off Mm -hmm. just you know i'll send a text message or i'll dm people or if i know you and you're like hey girl what's up like Mm -hmm. you come into my store i'll give you 20 percent off like because clothing is like a lot different like when i had the hookah lounge it was like okay i really i really needed you know that money from that hookah sale because i feel like this business is going to be so much more profitable Mm -hmm. because with hookahs like one clientele clothing is like everybody 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 wears clothing yeah everybody needs clothing and i sell it super cheap like you want a tommy hill figure shirt for six dollars i got it you want true religion jeans for 20 bucks 25 dollars i got it and i'm about to start my own clothing line um with chill vibes so the name of my um doing business as is chill vibes with a z and i'm trying to make that my own brand like i'm trying to brand that off as like my own line eventually it's just finding a wholesaler and stuff is really tough 
because especially with COVID and stuff going on mm-hmm. right now, it's so tough. They'll send you stuff that's all messed up and stitched wrong. And, oh yes, uh, <laughs> I seen that first. Yeah, especially when the football uniform came through the COVID. I mean, COVID. They had the wrong names on the wrong size, <laughs> the wrong numbers. <laughs> like what the heck? You gotta be very, very descriptive with the um with the wholesalers, and some of them speak different languages. So yeah. you gotta be very, very descriptive with the sizing with the measurements of the words, like everything, Mm -hmm. like it's insane. That's why you gotta be super particular with what you put in that, you know, description (laughs) when you send it to them. Always make a sample though. That's one thing I've been doing a lot of research is like if you're gonna start your own brand, Mm -hmm. make sure that you pay for a sample, be like, oh, can I get a sample? And they'll usually charge like $50. So it'll be one piece of clothing and you get it. And then you tell them what you want fixed with it and Mm -hmm. you either send it back or if you like it, you keep it and you order more and they take that $50 off the order Mm -hmm. that you're gonna pay for the wholesale. For like the the hundred or two hundred items and always, you know, always do the um, if you're going to buy a wholesaler wholesale, my suggestion is the lowest quantity, the lowest quantity and the cheapest for the lowest quantity because they'll they'll kill you with prices, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) So I want you to encourage anyone that may be going through anything in life. They even lost a business. Um, um, if they're going through starting a business, if they need encouraging, encouraging themselves, what would you tell them? Honestly, I know what it's like losing a business. Cause when I lost my, you know, like I didn't really think that I could, couldn't find another location when I, uh, when I stopped doing the hookah lounge and I, I was like, man, finding a location is a lot harder than mm-hmm. it really looks. And when I lost my lounge, I was really down, but I put myself back up and that, you know, that's why I started this business. But honestly, if you are a small business and you've lost it or you want to start a business, like always stay true to yourself and like, don't ever give up because like the second you give up, that's it. You know, you let the devil win in a sense. Like you have to keep motivating yourself, keep pushing yourself. Like don't ever give up Mm -hmm. like on you. Always work on yourself 24 seven. Almost be like, okay, this is a challenge. Like, all right, I'm feeling depressed or I'm feeling down and I feel like I can't do this today. No, pick yourself up. You're bad. You're amazing. Like, you know, you got to talk good to yourself all the time. You're beautiful. You're gorgeous. Like girl, boy, go get yourself right. Like, you know, make yourself, you got to tell yourself positive things you know to yourself exactly, to yeah. motivate yourself because that's what I do like listen I have a I, I deal with depression and anxiety a lot mm-hmm. every single day but I always like I have note cards like I look at like I write down oh you're you know you're beautiful or you're gorgeous and I look at that like you know what I'm saying because like or you know even if you have sticky notes put it on your fridge exactly <laughs> like on your mirror on your doors exactly yeah. like always motivate yourself because at the end of the day you are only what you have like honestly like you gotta even with health like you gotta love yourself with health i mean as a business owner i've realized like you know your health means a lot actually with everything with your your peace and your peace of mind yes your peace of mind like meditation i meditate a lot and Mm -hmm. that helps me Mm -hmm. incredibly meditation i have really bad insomnia so like i I won't be able to sleep at night and stuff Mm -hmm. like that so i'll put like (laughs) medic meditation of like ocean sounds and stuff before i go to sleep 
honestly like sometimes if i really am like stuck in my thoughts and i like can't get out of that you know mindset sometimes you know we're all human we all have that dark you know mind sometimes you just gotta get yourself out of it you know mm. and just be you know you got a positive think you know if praying helps you pray if if meditation helps meditate music, music going to the beach hanging around positive people yes. yeah but at, at the end of the day you got to learn how to encourage yourself you know because a lot of people are not for you or a lot of people not meant to speak into your ear gates you know you got some people that will cause um distractions and cause you to fall so sometimes you have to encourage yourself it's important that you do encourage yourself and take it one day at a time one day at a time and because i understand how i've been I've, I've been suicidal i've been depressed i've been stressed out i've been to the point that i got drunk and got on a car and played Tupac and was about to crash into a wall. So I had to take it one day at a time. You guys, I went through a lot of stuff. So that's why I do, I do this for you guys. I bring people on here to encourage you guys so that you guys know that you can make it no matter what you went through in life. You know, you can make it. You can always make it like, honestly, like, and it's the best. Once you figure out how to like fully love yourself and care for mm -hmm. yourself mentally, physically, like in any form of way of loving you, once you figure that out, that's like the best thing that you could ever do. Honestly, yes. you really figure out who you are within yourself. Like then it'll help you with work relationships. Like Business it'll wise. all have a play. Yeah. That's why you gotta like, you gotta love you before you do a relationship or before you go into exactly. some, you know, yeah. work or some, something, anything like you gotta love you always like, mm -hmm. And that's the thing is a lot of people, they're really like scared to own, almost put themselves in that mentality of like, who am I? What exactly, you know, what type of person am I really? And they'd be scared to actually come out and be open with who they are. And then they get into these relationships or they get into these situations and they get stuck because they don't even know who they are mentally. Mm -hmm. And know? they're looking for people to um, tell them who they are. You don't want that. And that's mm -hmm. why a lot of people, they get into games, they get into wrong, like you said, wrong relationship and stuff because they're trying to find somewhere to fit and that puzzle does not fit in those areas. So you have to find out where you belong at. Exactly, or it'll never work. Never. Never work. Yes. So I'm glad to have you here, guys. Stay tuned for the video um, interview. You'll catch it um, on Thursday. Um, the audio interview will be on Thursday also on Virtuous Radio at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and on Anchor, which my podcast is actually heard. Real Talk with Angela Bless is heard in 70 countries. Plus, we have China listening in and Vietnam, Vietnamese, yeah. <laughs> England, Europe. You guys, and I appreciate you guys for tuning in and supporting me. Stay tuned to Real Talk with Angela Bless, me, every Tuesday and Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Virtuous Radio. If anyone is going through any type of depression, anyone's going through issues in life that you maybe want to harm yourself again, here is the suicide hotline. The number is 1-800-273-8255. Again, 1-800-273-8255. Talk to somebody. Someone out there for you. You guys are love and be blessed. Bye.